0: welcome aboard the bk escape pod that's right it's the augmented and bionic podcast version of the live show you can hear saturdays from 10 a.m till 12 p.m eastern on 100.3 fm and am 1450 wbhf radio you can stream the show live there saturdays at wbhfradio.org or on the free tune-in app look out here we go Don't you hate it when the headphones are missing? I was looking for them, too, earlier. Yeah. Because you're looking for them now. Someone like,
1: stole the good headphones. I don't know. <laughs> and I got two rants. <laughs> where's
0: where's the darn beacon? I mean, oh, there it is. Oh, where's the darn headphones? I didn't, yeah, <laughs> clean that up from aliens. What I mean, yeah. little, a little word
1: in In there, the pipe, I, five by five. There's
0: one word there that I could say on the last station I was on, but I don't think I can maybe always get away with it here on this station. Good. Hey, it's BK on the air here on AM 1450 and 100. Point three fm WBHF. uh i usually start off sometimes every saturday morning with at least the past several weeks i don't think i did one last week but uh, on a rant or something like that but t- today i'm going to start off with something a little different
1: today and i understand you got a rant later by the i way. Do. Whenever, do whenever whenever you want to fit it in it good. is sort of up this show's alley good and it's about hollywood right it is about hollywood good well it is kind of the alley here but t- uh,
0: today today's my only show that I have before Thanksgiving. I'm not a weekday show. I'm a weekend show every Saturday. So anything happens that the following week, I have to squeeze it in like Christmas or Halloween or whatever, unless our Halloween show falls on a Halloween so day, great which was this great year. this year. We did a good job and it was so fun. Today is kind of the Thanksgiving show today. And I want to talk about maybe start off the show with something positive about stuff that I am thankful for after our first break we will hear from pat mccormick and the golden <laughs> rage of tv today so I'll let you know about that uh coming up as usual on the show and alan is here with me thankful i'm thankful for a lot of things let me just go for you if you might mirror some of the th- same things i'm, I'm going to say. sure because we have a lot of things in common and we're and both we positive like. people yes we are and p- some people hate that and i'm thankful for some that people hate. and if I'm you were
1: thankful. a debbie downer i don't think i'd like you <laughs>
0: And you know the only thing that's bad about me that's maybe not positive and I shouldn't feel that way is part of me is happy that I make them mad <laughs> that I'm so that I'm so upbeat all the time. I'm like Shh. that really sticks in your craw. I oh, feel I'm the sorry. same way too. <laughs> Shh. Don't tell Wait, anyone. Nobody though. listens to the show, so that's fine. You can say it on the show. Nobody <laughs> listens. So if you just said it on your show, that have been different. First of all, I'm thankful for, and I'm, I'm not going to lump all this together. I'm going to kind of take it in sections here because I got to.
1: Yeah, mine's not going to be order. rank ordered. I'm
0: thankful for my health. Because I'm 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 into my I'm into my fifties now, and somebody just had a birthday this week and Stop turned the you. big Hawaii five o. Apparently, I'm in my fifties now me. too. You you are you are. Or is it like when it's the new decade starts? You don't you're not really in your fifties till you're fifty one. Technically, is yes that what it This is? is my last. Year. Well, guess what? We're not going to think about it that way. You're in your fifties. <laughs> I'm fifty, <laughs> so we're just going to do that. No, so it's fine. Fun. I'm fifty. I have my health. Now, do I have some issues that I have to watch out for? Yes, everybody does. I've got some. Well, you're not. I got a couple of things. (laughs) Fifteen. No, and I'm not in super duper perfect, cloned from a from a from a perfect species and health. No, I'm not. But but I'm happy for my health, and I'm here. I'm doing pretty good when it comes to that. Uh, I don't. I don't smoke. I never have smoked. Mm -hmm. And and when I say I don't smoke or drink. I might have drank a little years ago but I got I was a social kind of drinker where I'm like, Oh, everybody else is doing it, I'll have a sip of something. I just figured out that it's just you either are something or you're not. And I, I just wasn't one. I mean right. do I do I hate it? No, I don't hate it, but I found out that I just don't I don't need it and something less I have to buy. <laughs> so I don't right. have to do it. But you of those people it. that decides, but Well, not, I don't need it, you don't eat it. No, I don't do that. No. I don't do that. So Neither do I. So I don't do, and I've never even had. And I'll admit this on the air because it's absolutely true. I have never ever ingested an illegal drug in my life. I haven't even plenty smoked. of legal ones. Man. I haven't <laughs> even yeah <laughs> prescription drugs. Yeah, but uh, but not abused. But I've not I've not I've not even smoked any any of the you know you know the, I've never smoked.
1: Well, your chances you know, coming pot. up here pretty soon. I've never yeah, well yeah.
0: Might I in the future? I don't know. <laughs> it's depending on where where I am. Look, you but get I have enough, never. You done get enough that.
1: glaucoma, you'll be convinced to try right. anything. You know? I <laughs>
0: never. I have never done that. And for me, it was more fear of being caught. Right. Because for a while, I was tr- I was trying years ago. I had that. I had this. I went through this phase where I wanted to go into law enforcement. I wanted to work for the sheriff's department or the police department. And I worked for, with a lot of police in certain venues where i worked before and it was was exposed to it and something that i thought was fascinating and wanted to do but I, something else happened and i never went into that but fear of something dying on the yeah, job <laughs> something like that yeah <laughs> But something but If had had that happened to me That would have ruined that So But plus I'm the kind of guy Where if I'd ever done it Back then I would have gotten caught I would have right. I would have right. would have taken that first One toke over the line You know mm-hmm. In the room And someone would bust open The door and go Look at what you have got And there'd been 20 cameras Taking yeah. a photo of me I was paranoid When it came to that So I was paranoid Before I even did the drug <laughs> So I understand <laughs> you, It made you paranoid you But I You didn't need to feel Any it. more paranoid I no. never did that no. uh, I am also Why is
1: everyone looking at me I am also <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't they do that now Oh Oh, we're, we got a window here. That's why they look in. <laughs> I am thankful for friends and family. Very thankful for it. Because believe it or not, there are some people that don't have either or only have one. And I'm like, okay, we don't have friends. That might be something you're doing. So I don't know. You may be to look at that. But I ha- And I put them in that order because for some reason, that's always <laughs> been who I've been around the most. I mean, I love my immediate family, but I don't see my extended family like cousins and, mm-hmm. and aunts and uncles nowhere near as much as I used to when I was a kid when we'd visit them. But I kind of identify and hang out more with friends than family, but I am thankful for both. Yeah. Well, I, I think
1: really of it am. the same way because of the discount, because it's always the friends and family discount. It's right. not the family and right. friends discount. <laughs> and if and certain friends are like my family. Right. Certain friends are better than family. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <true>. <laughs>
0: some like we all have that some,
1: one uncle where we're right. like, okay, don't, 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 some, don't put them out in public. Some, some
0: Sometimes I'd rather hang out with my dog than a couple (laughs) of my cousins that I have. Honestly? Yes. And let's throw that into there. I, I'm thankful for my dog. And and every dog I've ever had, mm-hmm. I've been thankful for. Because dogs, they will come and go because they don't have that long of a lifespan compared to us. Which stinks. Which stinks. But then I always thought, if dogs live to be 70 years old, could we really deal with it if they passed away after that long?
1: No, I mean, but we could have a middle ground. Worse. I wouldn't mind if they lived to be 25 or 30. But
0: we really uh, enjoy them while they're here because we know. And sometimes I think dogs know they're not here for very long. Because that's why they always want to be with you <laughs> all the time to spend every minute with you. So, yes, I have always and I'm thankful for friendship that I've long time friendships, you know, people that I know that I can call up that I haven't talked to in five or six years, maybe from high school or something. Go, hey, let me call up and talk to this dude and and, and, and you and pick up fun. right where you so left off. We, yep. And we certainly can. those are so great thankful friendships. for that. I am thankful for the country that I live in. Now, if anybody thinks that I'm being pompous or, or stuck up or conceited because I'm bragging on the United States, well, you can think that I am bragging on it. But I'm thankful for the freedoms. Even with all the crap that we have to put up in this country with things that happen that we don't like and we don't trust and something happens, I'm still thankful that I live in this country and was born here and raised here, and I'm really thankful for that, as I know you are as well.
1: Yeah, so far uh, you haven't said anything haven't. that I haven't had to correct you. I'm thankful. <laughs> I am 1,000% on this same list. I am thankful for my job or jobs I don't know anybody I, I
0: don't rare, I rarely know anybody that has just one now you may have one job that takes up the entire time but I have two or three mm-hmm. that I do uh, I'm thankful for the job here at the radio station that I'm able to do and now this may run over into the next segment but that's fine because it's what I'm thankful for and I like for that list to be long instead of short uh, the, the podcast that we're involved in everything that we do I'm thankful for that that we need to, that we get to be creative and and have an outlet of what we do and what we want to do I'm thankful for food on the table and the necessities of life I have a car have a roof over my head. We just redesigned our home. We just had a new paint job put on it, new gutters, new, uh, made it look a little different and nice. Some landscaping, cleaning it out, getting it ready to sell. But we're going to take a break and get back to what we're thankful for here with BK on the Air. But we're going to, after the break, we're going to hear from Golden Rage of TV with Pat Reforming.
2: We'll return after these messages.
3: Papalicious. It's the ultimate bubble. It's
2: the ultimate bubble.
3: Soft and juicy. It's the ultimate bubble. So delicious. It's the ultimate bubble. It's the ultimate
2: bubble. Delicious. New from K-Tal Records. 22 explosive hits. 22 original stars. Gallery.
3: Oh, it's so nice.
2: The Great, Sammy Davis Jr. Ooh, the candy man who the candyman can. Olivia Newton-John. If not
4: for
2: you. Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds. Don't pull Eric and world. the Domino's big hit, Layla. Layla. Osmond's Detroit Emeralds, Millie Jackson, Flash, April Wine, Charlight's Pop Tops, Fortune. Here comes day, again. Joe Simon. You've got power in your kiss. Lobo. Hot Butters, Popcorn, and many more. Get k 22 explosive hits now. 22 original stars and one great stereo LP, only
4: $3.99. It's okay if you don't understand what he's talking about. He probably doesn't either. It's BK on the Air on AM 1450 FM 100.3 and online using the TuneIn Radio app. Greetings fellow classic TV fans, Cheers ran on NBC from 1982 to 93 for a total of 275 episodes. Created by the writing team of Glenn and Les Charles and James Burroughs, the show initially struggled in its first year, placing the bottom five of the ratings. Cheers hinged on the verge of cancellation, but the top NBC brass Grant Tinker and Brandon Tartikoff, among others, kept it going through the first season, having faith in the Charles Burroughs team. These These writers had proven themselves writing for classics like The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Bob Newhart, M.A.S.H., and Taxi this faith paid off as most involved with the show have said that cheers began to slowly find itself by focusing more on the heavy romantic tension between Sam Malone and Diane chambers when the two characters hilariously come together in the first season finale the audiences reportedly ate it up and when it hit the summer reruns cheers shot up in the ratings once in its coveted Thursday night time slot NBC had a blockbuster on their hands and the show went on to earn an astounding 100 100- 117 Emmy nominations with 28 wins during its run. Every single member of the main cast at one time or another had been nominated for their roles. Winners included Danson and Long, Woody Harrelson, Bibi Newworth. Kirstie Alley, Rhea Perlman, and even John Cleese as a guest star. Kelsey Grammer won his Emmys on the highly successful spin-off Frasier. And as for Golden Globes, it also received 32 nominations and 6 wins. Holding a spot in the top 10 for 8 of its 11 seasons, it's estimated that up to 40% of the nation tuned in for the final episode. As such, it's easy to see why most polls agree Cheers was absolutely one of the greatest TV shows of all time. This is Pat McCormick with your retro TV trivia from the Golden Rage of TV. You can also find me on YouTube and Facebook at Golden Rage of TV and on Twitter at Golden Rage of TV One. And now back to BK On The Air.
0: Thank you, Pat, for that trip into the Golden Rage of TV. I know one thing that Pat's very thankful for and i know that he can be thankful for this is none of those fires out there affected him (laughs) and on his property out in california back uh, a few months ago which is good let's get back to some more things that i'm thankful for this is my kind of a my thanksgiving message thanksgiving show since thanksgiving's coming up next week and uh, i'll just sneak in along with friends and family i'm thankful that uh, we have like two different places to go celebrate some people have no place some people only have one place we we actually go to two different get-togethers which is fantastic too and i'm thankful for the food oh
3: yeah
0: oh my goodness the now I,
1: I guess i should yeah. wedge in on your list because i've agreed with absolutely everything there's been no reason for me to say anything otherwise but i do have four daughters two from my first marriage and two that call me dad from marriage two, what about all the all fifth four? one in
0: indiana that that sends
1: Shh, you the letters nobody knows about that <laughs> So, um, actually, it's the noise in the attic you hear. Oh, so there's What's another one. What's wrong with the puppy so downstairs? another one that I didn't know about. Okay. <laughs> it walks funny with no hands and feet. Sorry. change um, noises. But, uh, no, seriously, I, I do want to do it. If they're listening or if there's out there, I... Kids drive you nuts. They do. They'll, they'll drive you nuts because they're kids. I would but know. But I have a great group of girls, and I love them.
0: So, thankful for them. And like you said, that falls under the banner of family. Which is, which family. Which is perfectly... And you can't... Sp- uh, point them out separately, which is fine. Put a spotlight on them, but you know all of those things that I mentioned. That's what I'm thankful for. Um, I am thankful for all that. And when I when I talk about having the necessities of life. I don't. You and I are pretty responsible. We don't. We don't. Uh, I don't think we spend willy nilly. If I can use an old term, <laughs> you know, just just spend money like we like. They're not going to print any more of it. You know, like my dad used to say, spend money like it's going out of style. That's oh, don't that's do a phrase. that. You know, uh, uh, charge things on charge cards. that You're you spending can't spending money like for. it's
1: burning a hole in your pocket. That's right. You
0: gotta. Yeah. You you would mess up a free lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I had a friend back uh, in high uh, when we got out of high school who uh, obtained something new when he got out of high school. He obtained. <gasps> A credit card. Mm-hmm. He never had one before. And after probably just about a year or two, I visited him again. And he told me, like, man, I'm in such debt. I'm like, what do you mean? You just got out of high school? You've only been out of high school like four or five years and been working. What do you mean you're in debt? He goes, I'm, I got, I got $35,000 worth of credit card debt. I'm like, 35? You say grand? $35,000? I said, well, what, where? And I, and I looked around where he, where he was. And I'm like, well, where is it? Right? Why are you in debt? Because at least show me the toys you bought. I don't see. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see any pool table. I don't see any electronics. I don't see. I don't see an airplane. (laughs) I don't see a hang glider. I don't. No, and and back then probably like a house. Right. I don't see. Yeah, or a small one. Yeah. I don't see any of these things. What's going on? He's like, man, I was just living off of it and just doing stuff and taking trips and stuff like that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. my goodness. You know, I didn't. I didn't do that, but I got maybe what I would consider a little out of control with one because you've got to do it. Do that to learn from it. So, but I didn't didn't get in trouble didn't file for bankruptcy or anything i I, I paid it mm-hmm. it was painful but you know it wasn't it wasn't that much but it was more than i felt comfortable that it should be and i paid it off and since then which was many years ago i've never done it again and i've always been responsible so you and i are should be at least thankful that we're and this, this is not conceded this is just something that i'm thankful for i'm thankful that we're responsible and we were taught, you know, what to do and things like that. And, yep. you, and you were always taught by your parents what to do, but sometimes you have to make the mistake yourself to learn it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth with kids. That's just a circle that goes around. You're a parent now, and you're like, I'm trying to teach these kids. How not to? Wait a minute! I did the same thing. Well, now I sound like my parents, and that's that's the way it is. Everybody yeah. Is the sometimes is. the the lessons you learn the best are the ones you learn the hardest. <laughs> well, and I'm thankful for all that. And like I say, I'm I'm really really thankful that we're here at WBHF and get to do what we we get to do. We get to do a lot of cool, interesting things. By the way, coming up soon, you'll be able to hear on the station WBHF. You'll hear another uh, partnership that we with, that we made with uh, here at WBHF with the Grand Theater next door. And uh, we recorded. Uh, remember, we recorded War of the Worlds for Halloween. Which was aired on our Halloween night and, and one night here at WBHF And it was like a Halloween type show Very fun show to do We just uh, got done with the Christmas Carol By Dickens And it's the Christmas Carol radio version adapted by, a, uh, adapted by Orson Welles He adapted a lot of classic stories For radio Which meant he had to chop them down To about 40, 35, 40 minutes long And he, he did a Christmas Carol that way too and we just got through recording that, or I recorded my parts this week. So that will be airing sometime coming up on WBHF. I'm sure we'll let everybody know when that is. And a special thanks to Christy Montgomery of the Grand Theater and the uh, folks at the Grand. She works here with us. And thank you for having me be a part of that, too. So uh, you might hear my voice doing three different, vo- <laughs> three different characters. And you may not be able to recognize them because I tried to change it. You know, I want to change it up a little bit. Yeah, that's what you should do. So, but yeah, so that's. That's pretty cool. We got that coming up because Christmas uh, is is right on the corner. And God bless the, the retailers. You know, I saw Christmas stuff starting to go up way before Halloween. And this year, you know, I usually don't like that. I'm like, why are you putting up Christmas stuff mm-hmm. when Halloween is new to here? I'm lifting that. I'm lifting that little thing this year because I know that they're desperate. They're in bad shape due to what's going on this year. And if they want to start it early, God bless us, everyone, for, right. for doing that. Let them do it. You know,
1: I, I've been because they need it. I've never understood people who get bent out of shape over people saying things like "Merry Christmas" or right, you know, whatever. I mean, it's the most innocuous thing in the world. I mean, if you don't believe in it, how is it hurting you if somebody wishes you something good? Right. And so, and they're,
0: they're not. And, and when it comes to be to honest,
1: they're not sitting there going, "I want to make this guy mad."
0: I'm going to say Merry Christmas, and that's just really to tick
1: mad, you up No, no I've not. always been like, well, you know what? If if setting up the twinkling lights and the and the decorations and the trees a little early, just to kind of spread even just a little cheer, hey, go for it. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I love Christmas anyway. You do love Christmas. I Anybody do. that has a
0: Christmas tree in every room of their house, they yes, must sir. love it a little bit.
1: Just a little bit. And, and is, leave it up until January. Does the one, is the one in the bathroom have an air freshener on it? Well, that's a different kind of tree. <laughs> is it a pine scent? I've, it's a pine scent. <laughs> I've got one dangling from my rearview mirror. <laughs> so.
0: You know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to do the upside down tree mounted on the ceiling. Have you seen those? I've seen. Those that. are just kind of cool, and it's a gimmick, I know, but I think it's really neat. That's funny. And it, anything you can do to change it up a little bit <laughs> is great. But uh, but no, I'm lifting my I'm lifting my. Hey, don't put your Christmas stuff up till after Thanksgiving. I'm lifting it this year because I know what they're going through. I, up in nor- North Georgia has uh, several areas where they have the outlet malls where things are supposedly a little cheaper at these outlet places, but uh, we all know they aren't mm-hmm. because when I went up there, I'm like, this is not a. Outlet, discount price for Christmas. Really, outlet means something
1: different to them. No, it just means they're
0: out there. (laughs) But you're right, that's what that's exactly what it means, outlet. But you know, God bless them. They had their Christmas decorations up when I drove through North Georgia back before Halloween, and I'm like, why do they have their? Oh, I understand now. I got mad for a second, and then I caught myself, and I'm like, no, it's okay. Let them put their Christmas decorations up. So, I want to give out the number, 770-386-1450. If you like what we're talking about or you want to maybe change the conversation, that's okay. I don't have any rules to call this show. You just can't talk about sports and politics. That's the only thing I'm going to allow on this show. And if there's politics going on in sports, you really can't talk about it. <laughs> don't call in and talk about that at all. So The show might implode. Right, because you've got sports and politics. There's You know, when you when you, when you you put in the you know the, the the scales of justice, the blind lady that holds the scales. When you have those balancing scales, imagine them in your head right now. And you put all the radio shows and the talk shows about politics and sports and everything on this side, and all the geeky uh, TV and movie and comic book and stupid things that I talk about on this side, which one weighs more? I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, it's it's pretty, the other side. Someone's
1: got their thumb on so the scale. Let's,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a big, fat thumb. <laughs> yeah, so, big one. A uh, big toe. So, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring up feet. Sorry, Sergeant I mean Hulka. <laughs> I don't
1: bring up Sergeant Hulko's big toe. I'd,
0: ra- I'd rather keep all that off the show, and i do a pretty good job keeping it off. Because, buddy, I could, I could be that way if you want. And when I'm out in public... People make the mistakes, with, at least with me, of sometimes of asking my opinion. They're like, "Well, what?" And yeah, I usually don't butt in with stuff like that. But when I'm like, "Well, B.K., what do you think?" I'm like, "Okay, doors open. Here we go." So I pull up my belt. <laughs> I get ready to tell them what I think, and I and I do. And either from one side or the other, you're going to catch heck from somebody, depending on where they are. So we're going to take a break here at the bottom of the hour. Oh, we're going to have fun today. Later on today, I'm going to uh, give. We're going to go through a little quiz with Alan Sanders. We're going to do uh. this weekend. We didn't get to, but we put it out. Put it off till this week. I think it's going to be fun. We're going to to ask you, we're going to give you a group of TV shows, and you you need to guess whether they made it into the 80s or not. Did they last? Did they last or go into the 80s? And I got a lot of Marvel news, a lot of movie uh, superhero news this day in history. I've also got a story about uh, there might be another Predator movie in the works. And we'll flash the audience, too, of The Weird Strains of the Tsar when we come back. It's BK on the air.
2: Why buy just a video game from Atari or IntelliVision? Invest in the Wonder Computer of the 1980s for under $300. The Commodore VIC-20. Unlike games, it has a real computer keyboard. With the Commodore VIC-20, the whole family can learn computing at home. Plays great games, too. (laughs) Under $300. The Wonder Computer of the 1980s. The Commodore VIC-20. Coming soon. Commodore brings you GORF, the Wonder Arcade Game, and Omega Race in home versions. Commodore. The 1979 Cordoba. Perhaps its essential luxury can be known only by driving it, for this is a liberation, a new freedom, a most rare experience. As you turn and climb, there is a feeling of continuous achievement. Cordoba. Classic styling, uncompromised comfort. Cordoba, the contemporary classic from Chrysler.
1: Hi, I'm Captain America, and I'm here to talk to you about one of the most important weapons in any soldier's arsenal, math. As a soldier and as an Avenger,
2: I've seen some pretty exciting things, but you know what's really exciting? Reading. Hey, we're back,
0: it's BK on the air here on AM 1450 and 100.3 FM WBHF, and online at WBHFradio.org, and on the TuneIn Radio app, you can hear us anywhere. Take us with you, like a little—you know, like put us in your pocket on your on your cell phone or your little tablet or mobile device, and you can take us anywhere in the entire galaxy. That's so awesome! Universe. If you have a signal, yes, you have to have a signal, you know, to uh, to be able to do that. Hey, it's time that we. Oh my goodness, we're going to flash the audience of the news, the weird, the strange, and the bizarre, and I should get the list out here, right? If we're going to do them. <laughs> I'm so prepared on this show, I got the first news. From UPI, a British magician broke a Guinness World Record when he performed 20 magic tricks in just three minutes. Well, that's not too impressive, is it? 20 mag- magic tricks in three minutes? Oh, sorry, he was underwater. Oh, <laughs> when he was doing it. There you go. Martin Rees of Hertfordshire, England Let's plunged sure. into the pool in the underwater stage at Pinewood Studios. In Ivor Heath, England That's where he did it And performed 20 magic tricks in 3 minutes Beating the previous record by 7 tricks Guinness said Reese's successful attempt Was the first time the record had been broken In more than 10 years Reese previously broke Guinness records For most cards identified in 1 minute it's a trick. Most magic tricks performed in a single sky dive. So this guy's really into this. Stuff. Wow. Most magic tricks performed blindfolded in one minute, and most magic tricks performed in a wind tunnel in three minutes. Jeez. Wait a minute. Could you tri- could you imagine doing a card trick in a wind tunnel? Pick a card. <laughs> <laughs> what cards? They're all going. We're going to play fifty-two card pickup. That's impossible.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. So there.
0: Wow. Uh, so yeah. There's there's uh, there's the uh, that guy's really challenging himself to do magic uh, to be magic.
1: That's crazy. All right, guess what? I've got the next news. Put your glasses on over there. Stop it! That's <laughs> right. I'll punch you right you're, in your soft spot, fi- which is you're, everywhere.
0: You're fifty now. We'll All right. Talk about that later. From
1: the UPI, an Indonesian man turned an unusual bit of property damage into a fortune when he sold the meteorite that crashed through his roof. For over one million. million dollars. You know, Indiana
0: Sean, our resident rock expert on the show and Indiana Jones fan, would love this story. And the f- people that tell us might enjoy this one, too.
1: And he's young enough that he's going to be able to have fun with it. Joshua... Hutagalung, age 33, said he was working outside his home in Sumatra when the meteorite crashed through the roof of the house and landed outside. Uh, Hutagalung uh, posted a video on Facebook showing the spot where the metallic object had crashed through his tin roof. The 4.5-pound chunk of CM1-2 carbonaceous crondite, a very rare variety of meteorite, was valued at $1.85 million. Wow. The only way it would be more expensive
0: is if it was Jeez. made from kryptonite.
1: <laughs> I would have let it even hit my car. I could sure. have bought a new one, especially
0: the vehicles we drive. Yeah. With one point eight million dollars, I could buy maybe two. Do you know how much the meteor would 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 be worth that hit my house and messed it up? However much it costs to fix my house, that's how much the meteor would be worth. Because that's uh, what I'd have to pay. He said
1: he did not disclose that's the amount that he was paid for the meteorite, but indicated it was over a million dollars. He said the money would allow his family to expand, and also he plans to donate some of it to the building of a local church. See, why can't it
0: happen to us? The meteorite that hits us would be worth nothing. In fact. <laughs> would have to owe something. I'd actually,
1: yeah, I'd actually be hospitalized well, I, and then end up having the, bills to pay. The,
0: the, <laughs> the, we move into a new house. The things you and I find in the basement would be gross, not worse than anything. That's the problem. See, yep. we, can't, we can't do that. If we walked along the beach with a metal detector, we'd find uh, a horseshoe. You know, We're like how'd a horseshoe get on the beach? Where's the horses at? You know, Look, my middle detector
1: you know. found something. It's 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 a pop top from the seventies yeah. yeah. from a Coke can. Look, that never it, happens. This does. is archaic, right? Didn't they say if you bury it long enough in the sand it's worth a fortune?
0: Yeah. Find somebody to pay that for it. Yeah. I got <laughs> the next news. Who knows? Maybe even you would be worth something. I, I doubt that. If, unless it was by the pound, <laughs> it would be different. From UPI Oh, another world record. Guinness World Record marked Wednesday's Guinness World Records Day by announcing three new records set by players for the Harlem Globetrotters. They're still making records. Guess where that took place? Where did that one take place?
1: Emerson, Georgia, right here it in Cartersville. Did have this, yes. this record did?
0: Yes. Wow, I didn't know they were in town. That was in That's our fantastic.
1: news today. Were you not listening to our news? No, I don't listen did to it Did you not the time?
0: listen to I our I didn't listen news. to it all the time. No, I only Aww. listen sometimes. But that was the one time I wasn't listening. There you go. I usually <laughs> listen. Guinness, which is celebrating the special day it did on Wednesday with a 24 hours of record breaking event online, said Globe Trotter Rochelle Wham Middleton broke the record for farthest behind the back basketball shot when he sank a basket from 45 feet six inches. Away, the record-keeping organization said teammate Deidre Dragon Taylor broke the record for highest throw and catch for a of a spinning basketball, 20 feet one inch. And Lucius Too Tall Winston broke the record for the most bounced basketball figure eight moves in one minute with 62. Now, the, the feats for the total Guinness records held by the guess how many of the Harlem Globetrotters hold the Guinness? They've World got record. to hold several. I'm assuming all basketball related. It probably is, but it's they hold 20. Fifty-four of them total. Wow. Over the, over, and that's that may sound like a low uh, number to some people, but that's actually a lot for a Guinness record uh, total.
1: You think yeah, about it. Um, you got I've the got, actual story. I've right got the there, news right? story here. Mike Garcia had it in our news today. Yeah, anything the, we didn't hit
0: on that we can say there that happened?
1: No, you've got the big ones. But That's uh, awesome. yeah, that it was actually at the uh, Lake Point Sporting Arena here in Cartersville so, slash Emerson, so Georgia. that news flash that we just talked
0: about with the Harlem Globetrotters happened right in our backyard, probably four and a half miles from where we're sitting right so, here, last right down week, there in Emerson.
1: Last week we had to go one county over to get the Dallas woman who tried to be an FBI agent right. stealing food <laughs> at Chick Fil A. Yeah, this one I'd rather be the one that represents I our own. I love
0: that record. That, and plus, any Marvel movies that film here, we like that, that too. Oh, yeah. We'll be that all
1: right. I've got the last news. Oh, oh, all right. Did, did, you say, did
0: you say it was the last one? According to this.
1: Oh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, well, you know what? That's what I get for inviting them in here. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the risk <laughs> of the live studio audience. <laughs> Police officers in the mountains north of Santa Cruz responded to a suspicious figure in a roadway earlier Thursday and found... Dun, what? Dun, dun, dun. Was it? Was it? Was it? Pat McCormick from <gasps>
0: Golden Ridge of TV? He lives out that way. No, they found Bigfoot. This <laughs> oh, really? Made, they should have made more it, news.
1: I thought he's in North Georgia. Does he get around? Yeah, well, apparently, well, let's find Wait out. Wait a minute, is it now? Bigfoot? Look, he's. They, it says so. Well, let's keep reading. <laughs> he was a little banged up, but you know, will be returned to his rightful place at the Bigfoot Discovery Museum. <laughs> Bigfoot, but it isn't Bigfoot. According to this, the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's <laughs> <laughs> Office had urged people to keep their eyes peeled for the four foot tall, sort of uh misnomer there, Bigfoot, but four feet tall. Yeah, that's uh, for the <laughs> that's four foot tall right wooden statue after it had been stolen from outside of the tiny museum nearby in Felton. So it's
0: Big Wood. Yeah, b- <laughs> big Wooden foot.
1: Yeah, they couldn't right. find the Bigfoot <laughs> mini statue of Bigfoot. Wow, that is so. But uh, apparently, it was a little banged up and worse for wear, having either fallen or somebody got scared after stealing it and ditched it on the side of the road. But yep, Bigfoot was found in the middle of the road. Just did, not the right one. Did you ever see the? Did you ever see
0: the sequel to Creep Show? Creep Show Two, the second one. Did you ever see the second Horrible, one? Horrible
1: with the Indian. You talk about the yes, uh, cigar
0: yes. That, that reminds me of that. Now I didn't. I didn't hate it as much as other people did. I th- think it's another one of those movies that have short stories in it, and I love movies like that, especially when they're done Anthologies. well. But that reminds. Me me of the, the big wooden cigar Indian statue coming to life, at yeah, but the, least that uh, at the one was store. life
1: size. This is four feet tall. Yeah, that's.
0: I thought is Bigfoot's... I know he's got a big foot, but is he short? Is,
1: is no, it's not a life Bigfoot size is supposed statue. to be Isn't like a man sized creature. Isn't he supposed or it's supposed to be like Chewbacca tall or something. Yeah, like Yeah, I would it's think it's really even big, bigger. Oh. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> six million dollar man said it was a
0: robot. Well, he was. He <laughs> <laughs> was played by Ted Cassidy, and then. Um, Later on, by Andre the Giant, <laughs> they had to switch actors. And I later, and later Hollywood away.
1: told me that his name was Harry. Harry. <laughs> He'd he isn't, bu- isn't he like to hang out with the Henderson? Isn't
0: there a commercial where that, his name is something else and you get mad? He's like, my name's not Bruce. It's like Harvey or something. He's like, I'm mad because they don't call me the same name. All I know is I love the grainy 16-millimeter film of him walking away into the woods and kind of looking back. Remember Lumbering. That, that you see over and over and over. And there's a meme where people have put Chewbacca in that shot, which is fantastic. I always thought Chewbacca, too, by the way, as a side note, Chewbacca would be what our dogs would be that we fantasized them being about. Large, very intelligent, able to pilot a ship and talk to us. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. He's BK on the air. will return in just a few minutes. It's not a threat.
2: Captain America here. I need your help battling the energy wasters, the thermal thief, the wattage waster, and the cold air crook. These insidious villains are probably in your home. thermal thief by shutting doors waste the wattage waster by turning off unused lights and cool the cold air crook by shutting the refrigerator door saving energy is everyone's business so keep it up america
4: allow me to introduce myself i am Jarvis, a virtual artificial intelligence and i'm here to assist you with a variety of tasks as best i can 24 hours a day seven days a week Importing all preferences from home interface. Systems are now fully operational.
0: Boy, when I hear this music, I get excited, especially when I was in the theater, didn't you? Mm hmm. When that logo comes up and that music blares out by Marco Giacchino, you know that you're in the, uh, you're in the. Getting ready to get a good film, fantastic
1: entertainment, Marvel Studios. Oh, when you have a fanfare like this, you know you're in for a fun time. That's right.
0: marvel studio i gotta leave i gotta go home and watch a movie It kind of makes you want to watch one well i've got a couple of, of updates here the black panther sequel and I, I hope eric's listening he's a big black panther fan and a huge uh fan of the show and calls from time to time black panther sequel to begin shooting in july 2021 the report just came out yesterday i actually got this actual report Uh, About the story from Jessica Napoli from Fox News The Marvel superhero film was originally slated To begin shooting in March of 2021 But the tragic death of the franchise's Lead actor Chadwick Boseman Delayed plans as the cast and crew Grappled with grief and other things Per the Hollywood Reporter and Fox News Citing multiple sources Black Panther 2 will shoot in Atlanta For up to six months with Ryan Coogler Back as director A lot of the other cast members Are returning as well uh, Angela Bassett and several others, and uh, they're going to reprise all their roles from the first film. And Netflix's Narcos star Tenek Hirta is reportedly in talks to play a new antagonist. Who that antagonist is, we don't know. THR said that Marvel had no comment on the story, but did indicate that it will not use CGI to include Bozeman in the movie. And I kind of, part of me says good mm-hmm. because I'm I don't I don't know if I'm ready for that. It was it was a little it was okay, and it was a little shocking for me a little bit in Rogue One when Peter Cushing was in it and was cgi but I could still tell that he was cgi even though he looked really really great and they're only getting better with it but you know it, you're, you're, you're kind of I don't know that, that the Black Panther 2 needed that I don't know if they're going to recast the character or let his sister take over the role which she did do in the comic book for a while she became Black Panther you know his real smart sister that knows mm-hmm. the tech so let's see which way that they go Black Panther executive producer Victoria Alonso previously confirmed the fact that CGI will not be used for a CGI Bozeman in uh, several outlets before this. Now, Bozeman died, as we remember, August at the age of 43 after a battle with colon cancer. He didn't disclose his illness to the public and only had a handful of people. Uh, close to him knew that and what blew our minds and we talked about it on the air was he most likely did his last couple of films with it
1: oh yeah no, and it he was to.
0: dealing with it and there was a lot of physical stuff he had to do sure it was a stuntman cgi fighters and some shots from from a long distance but you know the close-up shots he still had to be moving around and doing some of these close-up shots with the fight scenes mm-hmm. i i applaud the guy for that he was it was a fantastic effort and uh, he was great as that character he was fantastic As that character. Another update, by the way, Wonder Woman 1984. Let's hop over to Warner Brothers in D.C. and talk about that. The release date, they said this week that the release date was still firm for December the 25th in theaters. But it's also, in conjunction, going to be released at the same time on HBO Max as it is in the theater. I'm sorry. I'm going to the theater to see it. Mm. I want to see it on the big screen. I want to go and get that big screen experience with Wonder Woman. I'm looking forward to that movie because I love the first Wonder Woman film. I thought it was very well done. I thought it was a little nod to Marvel here. I'm sorry, Warner Brothers and DC, but I thought Wonder Woman, the first film, really closely mirrored the first Captain America film. Almost the same story, the same setup, the, the heroine, the hero falling in love with a World War II soldier, Peggy. Steve Rogers, you know the whole thing, you know. Then he, one of them dies at the end. Then there's a, there's a, there's a villain wanting to control the world with something. Mm-hmm. It, it had shades of the same. Had the group of World War II vets well, getting you know, together for a mission. Out, do what works instead of yeah, what hasn't been working. But even though they did that, I still thought, wow, this is a great DC. This is a great DC film doing a Marvel impression. <laughs> I thought it was great, and she's great as Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot is charming. She can act tough and vulnerable. At the same time, and that's hard to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's very naive about the way the world works, but she can also turn around and uh, and kick your tail at
1: the same time. You know. Since you were on Marvel and news, she's beautiful too. By the have way, have you got the story of Charlie Cox? No. Did is there is there breaking? Did I? I, miss I read Cox's yesterday story? that Daredevil? there is now definitive talks to have Charlie Cox transition his Daredevil character. Over to the MCU, not just on TV Netflix, but actual. So bring Daredevil because let's in. make it
0: clear he is in the MCU. The TV shows were well, set in the same universe. And they're they were technically yes, but, but in
1: terms of the in, the in the theaters in the movies. So they haven't said solo Daredevil
0: movie. They're saying maybe he's appearing in one of the films. They just don't know yet which way it's going to go. Just that that they're in they're in confirmed talks. I would I would support that one hundred and ten percent because I thought the Daredevil series he was great is he is, he is Daredevil as Matt Murdock uh, he's he's perfect he is he's he's awesome and he's they a, can bring in Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin too
1: that wait, would be he's great. he's already yeah he's already mentioned he goes well <laughs> hey fantastic. guys I, I played a pretty good villain.
0: I mean, I I know I was uh, I was doing my best Brian Dennehy uh, impression in Jurassic World, but <laughs> and he was too. He was just like he reminded me of Brian Dennehy watching Jurassic uh, World. That was great. I've liked D'Onofrio since uh, since Full Metal Jacket. To be quite mm-hmm. honest. When he was Private Pile, Private Pile, and talk about a role a long way from that role to what he's been doing. Private Pile is so from Full Metal Jacket is so much removed from the kingpin. <laughs> right, it's so different. That uh, You can't believe it. Also, The Black Widow is still set for release from Marvel Studios May the 7th of 2021. So... There's still things on the horizon. We just got to get through these bumpy bumps in the road. I don't think. I hope people think that just because the calendar is about to change from 2020 to 2021, people think that there's some giant uh, consciousness to to how the years run and everything's going to reset. That's not guaranteed. You know, just cause the calendar change, we're hoping. Oh, 2021 is going to be so much better. Well, let's. We're hoping for that, but we don't. We don't have any guarantees that it's going to get any better when it comes to that. We. I just think that because the time that's passing by and further behind us that it gets. That's what. What's going to make it better is just more time because I've heard I've heard that theaters are in very bad shape right now. And oh, yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. And AMC came out with an official um, statement this week about the Wonder Woman being on HBO Max and in the theaters. They supported it. They're like, well, we understand what Warner Brothers is trying to do, and it's okay. So we we support that. And I'm sure what I'm sure that's their, their official stance. But in back and behind closed doors, they're like, oh no, why do they do that? Just release it in a the theater for like a month, and then release it on HBO Max. Why can't you do that? And I'm wondering why wouldn't you do that? Because if you're gonna see it on HBO Max. Make them wait a month, maybe that would be a way to at least get them in the theaters first. This is almost kind of cutting the theater's throat doing it at the same time.
1: This is uh, the studio saying, we got to make our money back from everything we spent making this movie. We better
0: get as much into it as possible.
1: And if we can sell it for $19 or $29 a pop on HBO Max. I'm not going to do. No, not unless I charge Um, admission. I'll bring my kids over and say, okay, everybody give me five (laughs) bucks. (laughs) Now, there's a movie
0: out right now with Liam Neeson. I can't remember the name of it. I have to look it up on the NCG app.
1: Uh, Mrs. B. K. Honest Criminal.
0: She went to see it last night. Uh, she goes, I'm going to a movie. I'm bored. I know you're working, so I need to go do something. I'm like, knock yourself out. And go to a mm-hmm. movie. So she went to see it. It said it was pretty good. Uh, she says it's kind of a, similar to the, the Taken thing. It's the thing, characters but he's he's, been more playing. Of a, he's more of a bank robber that's got a conscience or whatever, right. and he's trying to but do it.
1: But he's right really capital. Mean, you know what the Kevin <laughs> Pate said earlier this week when we talked about it? He said, you know what? I would go see Liam Neeson in that kind of character role a hundred times because he does it so well. Why not? I mean,
0: we accepted, you know, the guys as James Bond. We know what to expect from James Bond. So why not watch and say, hey, I'll watch this James Bond? I know James Bond's going to get out of it at the end. I know that the last set where the villain is is going to get blown all to heck, (laughs) usually at the end. And yet we still go see it knowing it's going to happen. We sit there watching it going, oh my goodness, is James going to die here? Will he die? That's like the whole time we're going to watch the the Obi Wan prequel series on Disney Plus. I'm like, Obi Wan's in a s- tough spot. I wonder if he's going to make it out alive. Because <laughs> we know he will. It's
1: just, hey, surround it with other characters that we care about, that hey, we hope you nothing know happens. To. You can be, you can get real silly with the whole Ben Kenobi thing, but guess what? They could kill him and have a clone come back. They could do just about anything <laughs> at this point. And you know what? With some of the. I mean, we've established that clones were
0: part of the Clone we're, War. This may spill over into the next after the into the next hour as we as we nostalgic geekiness right along here. I cannot say enough good things about the Mandalorian. I, I have not watched the latest one that came out this this past Friday last night. I haven't been able to chance. I <laughs> uh, got home late last night, couldn't watch it, and I had to get in bed so I can get my big butt up here. Mm-hmm. You know, this morning <laughs> to bring you coffee, and then other. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I stayed I, I up. Do, I do have a purpose here, but yeah, I'm, I didn't get to watch it yet. But I'm I'm up to the point where uh, the I think it's the third one where they they get attacked by the spiders in the ice cave. That's the last one I saw.
1: Oh, did you hear the controversy though with that one?
0: There's a controversy with that episode of The Mandalorian. Is it stupid controversy?
1: Of course. Okay, okay it good. It goes along Let's with what going to be my mini rant of wokeness. We'll start us with that, and we'll we'll, we'll do but that after the top of the hour. What is the stupid controversy? The, the controversy was how can you make light of the baby Yoda eating this woman's eggs.
3: Shut the front
1: door. You gotta be kidding me. I am not kidding you. They're like, how was that funny? They made a point of saying she had to get to this planet to birth her eggs, that these were the surviving embryos. It's like she's a tadpole creature laying eggs. We eat eggs every single day. It's a show.
0: It's a TV show.
1: And it was funny to watch this kid who's like, you know, "Mm, food.
0: You know what? You know I almost had—I had to edit myself because I said to you, "You got to be kidding me!" I almost
1: said the line from *The Thing*.
2: You, <laughs> gotta, be. you gotta be kidding me!
1: I yeah. couldn't believe—really, no, I had not there heard that. People no. were upset. Like, why is that funny? That's not funny. It's not funny at all. I feel like quoting that woman yes, from yeah, *Jaws*. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny at all. That's, eating someone's eggs. That's that's just wrong. That's what I'm gonna tell Do you know, someone. You know, I don't you know, like to impose. You know where the wokeness will. comes in? Do you know how many people that are that can't have children and they're now watching this kid eat really? someone's fertilized really? eggs? I'm not kidding. That reminds me of that video I sent you for Halloween
0: about all the guy the guy shows up in all these costumes, all the costume shows up and the woke couple complained about every costume that yep. showed up because it was terrible. <laughs> Wokeness. Sorry, you're wrong about that. That's my Sorry, rant, people.
1: wokeness in well, Hollywood.
0: Listen for Alan's rant when we come back, too. We're going <laughs> to talk about uh, John Williams got another reward, too. Did you hear about that? We'll have that, too.
1: Stand by to receive our transmission.
2: I got a bad feeling about this.
0: Welcome back to the show. Alan Sanders is here with me today. We're having a good time. You... There's no Channel Star Wars today, and I want to get back to talking about maybe about The Mandalorian and a couple other things that are sort of Star Wars related, but you, you have a, a, a mini kind of a rant a mini you rant. wanted to talk about that involved Hollywood, and you told me about it before we went on the air, and I said, yeah, I didn't really have a rant today. I talked about what I was thankful for, but go tell us what this rant is about.
1: So this started with a, a new story I just happened to come across from Across the Pond, there's a new movie coming out. It's going to be called Music, and there is a person behind it who cast an actress. Okay. Now the mo- sounds okay the wo- so far. The woman behind <laughs> it, her name is Sia or Saya. I don't know. She's she's British. It's a it's, right. a, it's from across the pond. Uh, she's getting backlash because she cast a woman by the name of Maddie Ziegler to play someone who has a disability. Okay. Cast an actor, right? Yes. Cast to, an to actor. Do the role. Sounds legit.
0: Okay, so far. The
1: the disability is autism. Okay, gotcha. Now, you I'm and very m- many of us that. have some familiarity with yes. people from across the, the spectrum. Some people are highly functional autistic, right. and some have some serious problems.
4: Some they argue are that mad
1: are. <laughs> because the person that they cast, Maddie Ziegler, does not have autism, and that they should have cast an autistic actor instead. So the actor
0: they cast does not is not autistic. They're, but they're an actor. But playing someone... Who is suffering from autism? Which means they're acting. They're acting, right? They're doing an acting job by okay. acting. Okay. Why would why would they get? Don't tell me that they 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 someone's saying they have to cast someone with autism to play the
1: role. That's what they want. Why didn't you find someone who actually suffers from this illness? So that way you're not pretending to have the illness. You can get someone who actually what? has it. Okay, well, that, that that might work if there's an autistic actor that could, that could maybe do that and get the part. And, maybe and there's a reason they couldn't find one is because autism doesn't allow them to be easily directed. Could, that could be too. Yeah. Why? No, I don't. I don't. I don't so see this leads how, me to ask certain yeah. questions, and this is what my little mini rant is. So from now on, let's say Colin Firth is one of my wife's. Like that's the get out of jail free card for her. Like Colin Firth, if oh, really? he comes to town and says. Oh, really? Uh, Susan, I understand you have a thing for me, and I've got a hotel room. Would you like to come hang out? And <laughs> guess what? Really, I would be like if you say no, I'm going. Do okay, you, so there you, we go. Just to get his autograph after. Of course. Back. Do you have a get out of jail free one too? Yes, That's you know weird. who that is, Charlize Theron. That's your really. Y'all have that. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, if I'm going to pick, I'm going to I'm going I'm to aim high. <laughs> That's I mean, I'm, interesting. Okay. No, I'm not picking the low hanging fruit on that I one. Have a <laughs> <of jail> <laughs> I'm, <card>. I'm going <laughs> for the stuff that I know will never actually happen. So <laughs> wow. let's let's go back to the Academy Award winning nominee or Academy nominated movie. The King's Speech, sure. where an actor had to portray a historical character who suffered from a speech impediment, which is a great movie. By According the way. to this new wokeness in Hollywood, apparently you can't cast Colin Firth as a stutterer; you have to go find a stutterer. But oh, but wait a minute! In the middle oh, of the movie, God. he overcomes his stuttering. So right. do you have to cast two actors now? What happens when right. the character evolves? Or use evolves? some kind of special effect with audio to fix that? Yeah, that, that I don't. No, 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 You can't. You can't. You have to cast somebody with the ailment. Right. That's but the But new I'm wokeness. saying, how
0: does how do they do it? How do they do the scene later when he loses the speech impediment without doing some kind of effect? Yeah, if don't it's know. actually an actor. If you're that's, woke, you
1: hire a different actor to that's play. That's a little
0: <laughs> ridiculous, if you ask me. And with with no offense to anybody, but that's a little ridiculous because that means. Wait a minute. It, it, it defies all logic, doesn't it? I thought it? an actor, I mean, if an actor's playing, and I'm not comparing autism or a disability to someone who's a serial killer or something, you don't cast a serial killer to play a serial killer in a right. movie because that'd be you a dangerous. You don't say, look, I need it you to play a that. child
1: rapist. What's your experience in raping children? Right. That's, that's you, not how that works. you obviously don't know anything about it unless you've done it. Because yeah. honestly, if you uh, have, you're probably not going wow. to be allowed to work on a set. You're in jail. Wow. Well.
0: How do they cast a character like the Mandalorian then since there's no such thing as a Mandalorian? And how can you be one if you haven't been one? That makes no, that really makes, again, that's another and thing that makes no sense to me. Someone
1: better reach out to Daniel Day-Lewis. He's about to be out of a career if you're no longer allowed to method into the character you're playing. Because right. that's his whole career. He did that. Starting with My Left did. Foot, which he won an Oscar for. Right. And, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Thank God you got discovered for what's eating Gilbert Grape when you did, right. because if you were now a young kid looking for a movie, you wouldn't be cast in that role because you're not allowed to play somebody suffering from a mental issue. Right. You have to have somebody who has a mental issue who probably couldn't be directed in the and first. And Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. Oh yeah. And Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump.
0: I mean, he has a, he had a Forrest Gump had a, had a problem. He, he was so, sort of
1: on well, the spectrum yeah, you for autism. No,
0: I don't. I don't see that. I mean, that that puts. That, yeah, that puts. Actor. How? I mean, I thought you you hire someone that's an actor because they can to pretend act
1: to to portray the character. Yeah, right. Well, we I, play I, yeah, make believe and dress up. That's what we do that. as actors. Yeah, that's really I, all it is. I, I didn't actually yeah. have to become a cop to play one on stage. Did you know that? Right, but according to this kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's not the thinking no, of Hollywood. That's that. That's my rant. I don't want to bog the whole show. Understandable. It, that wokeness now, needs to go away because that's just dumb. Now, now there's no, now actors sometimes hang out with people who
0: have the problem or ride. Like if you're going to play a cop, you go hang out with cops that's to the, see how, it's, that's how that's it is. That's called the
1: method movement where yeah, you try to mimic out. or live the lifestyle so you'll be able to more accurately or portray Or research it. the part.
0: Yeah, there you go. We're not going to cast ex-presidents
1: to portray a president in a movie either, are we? That would be a terrible. You know, just draw... I don't think any of the presidents... If you let this go <laughs> the way it. it's going, that's kind of where they'd want. Well, you I know what's funny is that. they don't even realize how short-sighted this is. They're going to be talking themselves out of jobs. Yeah,
0: I don't agree with that. Uh, I agree with your rant. That's ridiculous. So, so there you go. 770 1450 If you want to chime in on that, too. By the way, somebody else might have a some sort of opinion. No channel Star Wars today talk about a music theme that just grew on me i mean i liked it to, uh, like what they were trying to do there was no really big bombastic star wars type music to open the show with but the mandalorian what a great show i, I can't believe that they've started well i can't believe it because the first season was so well done but isn't it great how john favreau from marvel and disney has came has come over uh fresh from working on marvel and has put this show together and mm-hmm. actually pulled from his talent Pool people from Marvel <laughs> to to have something mixing Marvel people, not mixing the Marvel universe with Star Wars, which would be interesting, but I don't want that to happen. But the talent that's been working on this, the the Marvel films coming over to uh, to work on the Mandalorian with Disney Plus, it's not it's been nothing but a plus plus because the show is so darn good. It is good. And second season has started. I don't know if if everyone's seen it yet. I haven't seen the latest episode, so I I can't talk much about the one that premiered yesterday, which was Friday. Today is Saturday. Uh, We don't have time to take the caller on the air. We're going to take a break. So if you want to wait, caller, we'll come back to you as soon as we come back after this break. We might talk a little bit more about The Mandalorian. And someone Star Wars related has won another award. Mm. certain Well, I mean, I'm glad to say it, but uh, he he gave a musical voice to the uh, original Star Wars films, or mm. rather, all the, the the all three trilogies that Close came out. friends know him as Johnny. That's right. He was known as Johnny back when he did music for Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> music by Johnny Williams. I bet his mom called him that for years, and <laughs> he probably didn't like it. So it's BK on there. We're going to take a break and come back, and uh, we got more stories coming up, including that we're going to talk about this day in history and another Predator movie. <laughs> it's in the
2: works. Stand by. If it bleeds, we can kill it. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Honest Ed's Used Cars, where every car we sell is backed by an ironclad guarantee that is so complete and comprehensive that we really don't see any need to put it in writing. And remember Honest Ed's motto, if any used car dealer anywhere in the country says he can sell you the same car cheaper than we will, then he's even a bigger liar than I am. Boy, did I have a dream.
3: You always do, Paul.
2: This time, I was an astronaut. I was. You know what my rocket was made of? A husk of corn.
3: A husk of corn?
2: When I landed on the moon, the husk opened and out came...
3: Post-toasties.
4: dream paper. Those <laughs> post-toasties were so crackling with fresh corn flavor, I invited the moon people to have some. Boy, what a dream.
3: Andy, are you down to Earth?
4: Yeah, be. You know, these post-toasters
2: are real good anywhere. Oh, a microphoney
3: And a phony at the mic. Whoa! Oh.
2: Use Gritto, radio friends. The soap that gives your hands that dishpan look. How will the old man know you've been working if your hands don't have that dishpan look, hmm? <laughs> Put a box of Gritto in a glass of water, then listen to it fizz. Remember, Grito spelled sideways, is G.
0: Hey, we're back. It's BK on the air here, watching a train go by here in downtown Cargill, which is always great when we're trying to record something in the other studio. Well, at least this one's rolling slow. They always build train stations right beside a radio station. Actually, this
1: is the one that's backing up. It came through earlier. Watch
0: (laughs) him. He's going to stop and then go by. He's going to go forward again. Let's go to the phones because somebody's on the line now. They tried to call earlier and see if this is one to check in with us. It's BK on the air. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is BRBK. Hey, BR. I and love I, people with initials. Isn't it fun?
2: <laughs> absolutely. And it, uh, yeah, it's the first two letters of Brian. Anyway, back on Alan's rant, you know, it was something that I, I remember a great friend of mine said, you know, in this era, in common sense is a, an endangered species.
0: Isn't it? And it has been for years, hasn't it, unfortunately?
2: Yeah. And I mean, it's getting worse and worse more, and more prolific.
0: And you know what? It's it's not really it's something that it can be taught, but it's more from experience than anything else. And something else is falling by the wayside too. repeating the same uh, something else is happening, repeating the same mistakes and not learning from what you did wrong the first time. How can I've always been great at making mistakes, but I always (laughs) like Alan, I make new ones and I learn from the old ones and I try not to repeat them again.
2: Well, you know, again, the old adage, if you don't know your history, you're doomed and bound to repeat it.
0: What's the worst thing you ever did that you can tell on the air that you learned from that you never did again? You got something you can tell me?
2: I said, do what to my grandfather when I was nine years old? When He, he hollered Uh-oh. at me, and I... I'll put it this way. I relearned sir and ma'am quick, fast. <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, you learn respect. And there's a whole other issue today about people that are like, oh, you can't <laughs> spank someone's bottom. That's terrible. Well, you know what? Well, my bottom was spanked growing up, and I grew up a pretty darn good guy when it comes to respecting people.
2: I, yeah, I'm just
0: so proud I didn't say huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, would that have been worse? <laughs> huh? I might not have been on the phone with you now. Oh, that, that meant you weren't listening to him <laughs> is what that meant. <laughs> Exactly. You're exactly right, buddy. Thanks for calling and checking. It in. appreciate All right, it. Buddy. All right, bye-bye. So there is people out there that do remember that and know that. So uh, the worst thing I ever did once, like he was talking, I asked him, so I'll ask myself that. I actually, we transferred to another school once, and I hated it. I did not like moving as a kid because I made friends. You know, my Mm -hmm. mom got divorced, and it was the classic story of growing up in different places. We didn't have the home like the Waltons or Little House on the Prairie. We didn't have that family home that stayed with us for uh, 100 years that everyone lived in. But we transferred to a new school, and I didn't want to go to that school that Monday. School was starting. I'd just been ripped out of my old school. Well, missed my friends. It was you know, junior high school. I think it was sixth, fifth, or sixth grade, maybe seventh. And my mom goes, "Get ready, you're going to school. Today. It's first day of school at your new school." <laughs> I said, yeah. "No, I don't want to go." She's like, "You're getting ready for school. You're going to school." And I and, and just I, I went into a rage, and, and I was already mad because my parents had split up, and I missed my dad and everything. And I looked my mom square in the eye, and I looked at her, and I pointed my finger at her, and I said, "I am not going to that." And the word I used started with an F, mm-hmm. and you probably Ooh. know what I'm talking about. School I said that to my mom I just saw I saw a flash I I sit there And after I said it I saw a (laughs) It was just there was just this flash And And after I regained consciousness Mm -hmm. It got up off the floor uh, I went on to school because i my mom walked so me and uh, yeah i was corrected <laughs> not in the way mr delbert grady corrected his girls in the shining but it was close mm. <laughs> so but guess what i went to school that day and for the rest of that year i went to school yeah it was just something that was unfortunate but i had to be done but but uh, i should not have done that <laughs> that was disrespectful and some say maybe my mom shouldn't have done that but i learned and went to school yeah and so that's that's
1: right. So, think from my childhood, I can tell you, learning not to say bad words around my mom. Oh yeah, that didn't mean See, I didn't learn that's... my. I, I didn't. The lesson was just don't say it around her. Right. Because I actually got my mouth washed out with actual soap. Oh yucky! I never oh, that never happened to me. Either. That was horrible. Oh that, yeah, and it probably just lingered. Oh, it tastes. Just just, stay I was with like, you. How can something that smells so good and good for the rest of your body <laughs> taste so terrible? Exactly. It cool. shouldn't taste this way. Um, yeah. I will tell you as an adult, though one of the, and I tell I, you've heard me say this on the air before. One of the biggest things I had to learn early in my business career: don't send an email when you're angry. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Don't. Exactly. At, no matter how you took it, no matter what you yeah. think you read into it. Exactly. You write it if you want, but sit there and let it sit, or hit put it in your drafts and yeah. walk away. Come back when you're calm. Because you will get yourself in trouble sending something out of anger. That kind of dovetails
0: passion-like with don't go shopping when you're real hungry. Correct. Because your passions and your emotions are are, are high. Also, when email was—and still people make the same mistake with email now— especially when it was new but even now they still do it getting the wrong intent from an email or a text because you can text something and it looks terrible mm-hmm. but when you go why well, didn't mean it that way it was sarca-
1: sarcasm. sarcasm doesn't come over very when good when you on read text. it out loud the way you heard it in your head they go oh well i didn't <laughs> right. hear it that same
0: way 770 someone else is calling right now approaching the bottom they are hey it's bk on there who's this hey bk
3: this is valerie
0: hope hey valerie how you doing what are you cooking today
3: you know what? I'm not cooking anything. I'm on the road.
0: You're on the, like oh, okay. I, so like on the road.
3: Oh, okay. I'm like Charles Carroll. I'm talking
0: to you from on the road. She's much better looking than Charles Carroll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's much more pleasant than Charles Carroll. What's going on? What?
3: See, I'm, I'm on the road. I'm in Birmingham. My husband's driving. I'm in the car. So Birmingham. Great, great,
0: great city. I'm very familiar with
2: it. Yeah,
3: near, near Birmingham. Anyway, listen. I call it tell you because I found out some great nostalgia for you this week. I thought you would be so happy to hear. You did. Did you know? Did you know that there is a podcast dedicated to just the Andy Griffith show? Did you know that?
0: I have seen that, and I don't know if it's the same one you're talking about, but I have not been able to listen to it.
3: It's awesome. It's awesome. It's called. It's got an odd name, I think, but it's called Two Chairs and No Waiting.
0: Two chairs and no way. That was,
3: yeah, that was the slogan for Floyd's Barbershop. Right. And so, and the music, the music leading into the podcast is the music from. Do um, you remember when the Mayberry wanted a town band to go to the state the trip and all that? Band, yeah, yeah, that's or, right, yeah. Okay. Okay, use that? The, hor- the horrible music, the horrible band music is the intro music to the podcast.
0: Oh, that's great. Oh, that's one I'll give a listen to because yeah. I'm always looking to, for a new podcast to listen to. That sounds great.
3: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, this is an FYI for you. Y'all have a good weekend.
0: Talk to you later, Valerie. Bye. And I'm a big fan of The Andy Griffith Show, so that'd be great to to check that out. I'm always looking for podcasts, you know, to check out. Well, by the way, speaking of podcasts, Podcast Magazine does a hot 50 countdown every month. And uh, guess what? BK on the Air made the November spot. Number 46, well,
4: they made their way to the chart in October, and apparently they plan to stay. It's BK on the Air, hosted by Barry King. Barry is the retro geek of nostalgia and fun. The show airs live on Saturday mornings and is said to bring that cartoons and cereal fun feeling back to Saturday mornings.
0: You can watch films for years on videotape back in the day when videotape was new in the 80s. We could oh really you can you can actually get a movie that you love on this on this on this tape in this tape format and put it in this machine and play it and watch it and then record on it. That was big to us back in the 80s. We thought VCRs were incredible and they were. Everything that's new technology-wise when you remember it for the first time, even kids today who have the uh, smart watches and smartphones and stuff, that's going to be old later to them. But now it's, it's new to them, but later on it's going to be old to their kids when they get older. When we were growing up, VCRs were awesome. I couldn't believe that we had a piece of technology where we could actually, oh, I can own a movie. <laughs> And it's good It's good that that we have a magazine, a kind of an online magazine, that's dedicated to podcasts because mm-hmm. I can take this show and turn it into a podcast. I kind of cheat because other guys like Alan and these other folks, they actually do a separate podcast, which is a lot of work, especially when you're examining a movie one minute at a time. We've noticed, you found out how much work it really is, but it's fun. It's a lot of work. But it's a lot of work, you know, and the wives really love it when, you, when the wives... You work, work on. They yourself. find
1: it to be a glorious but, passion. Uh, you don't have another woman; you have another
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> it's terrible. And you have another woman. Her and name's you,
0: Podcast. <laughs> and you have sports too, so that's a double whammy that you takes
1: uh. time away from
0: you as well as sports. Podcast magazine voting for the hot fifty. Not not that we're sexy. It's just that it's the hot fifty that people love, and uh, I'm glad to be on the list i do have a story about a star wars music composer you know there's only, there's only a certain amount that you can choose from there but you probably know who i'm talking about who, who, who received an award for uh his work in in music which is great and he's actually one of our favorite composers of all time and we'll have this day in history coming up and i'm going to uh, i'm going to kind of focus on uh, 1970 day for part of our yeah. this day in history oh do we have a quiz too yeah, we have a quiz coming up later on. Maybe Are we going to have time? Bottom, yeah. You
1: know, if we don't have time for the quiz, that's okay. No, we can do the
0: quiz. We'll do the quiz in honor of your birthday this week. That'll <laughs> be your birthday gift is to have a You're quiz. You're making this fun. way too much so, about uh, the fact that I fun. turned 50.
1: Well, I, I, there, you did, aren't there you, be, you? There may be interior be motives underneath all this. <laughs> you turned 50, really? This, yeah, see, wait. there we go. That's what it is. You did. Your, your, your birthday. Your Can I tell birthday you, was for those folks 18th. who didn't know this, you knew this because you saw it. My wife got some software, aged me. De-aged her in the same picture, then posted it and said, "Who knew turning fifty would be so bad?" And do you realize how many people thought that was a real picture? But who who told you that that they messed with it? Who, who you you were it? like? I noticed. Well, you you came at it very cautiously. Like, did did somebody do something with that picture? Because I stare at your mug every Saturday
0: for th- four hours every Saturday morning when I come in, and I know what you look like. My wife, she's just awesome. You know what? It was bad enough she made you look like that, but she de-aged her. She did. De- de- and that you made it look, made it even look worse. Like was robbing the Cradle. <laughs> Sorry, speak out there. We got some of that when we come back. Stay tuned. My name is Mr. Bubble.
2: Let me show you tubs of fun. You can be
3: a bubble with Mr. Bubble. You can have some bubble with, with Mr. Bubble. Being a bobblehead
2: with Mr. Bubble, I'm safe and gentle, and I make getting
4: clean almost as much fun as getting dirty. Have, have a tub of fun Bumble. with Mr. Bubble. He makes getting clean. clean almost as much fun Bumble. as Stay getting
2: dirty. Mr. Bubble. The following program is brought to you in living color on WBHF. WBHF.
4: You are listening to BK on the Air on AM 1450, FM 100.3, and online on the TuneIn radio app. Now, back to a guy who'll make you feel really young, mostly because he's so old. It's BK on the Air.
1: I'm old, but uh, somebody else is catching up with me, though. Hey. <laughs> are you? I'm in the same decade now. It's good. But you know what? I'm going to continue to let you lead the way. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'll gladly lead the way. It's Just a... like my loving wife, who I is always going to be older than me, honey. You have that too. Mine is. Mine is as well. Yeah, I'm not a supposed whole, to say that.
0: A whole five months older than me. But That's you know Still older
1: though. Doesn't matter. Guess what? When <laughs> July 15 comes around, she's a year older than me. Oh yeah. And I let and everybody she was know not I'm like, listening
0: to the. Show until you said that right then.
1: Well, after what she pulled on me, after what she did. The really? Were you about to say the, that you can do this after the, what she pulled on you? Yeah, that no, doesn't work. You know of that, people right? People who were like, who finally, when she posted the real pictures, you go, "Oh my god! Okay, thank you." I was gonna say <laughs> something, but I thought, "Well, 2020 has been a rough year. Maybe, <laughs> I was gonna say maybe something. Alan's been under a lot of strain I was Going to say lately. something, we thought Alan was sick
4: or something. <laughs>
0: we don't know what was wrong. Well, let's yeah. just be honest. If you and I did the same thing with a photo of them,
1: would it come out the same as we? No. Were in fact, th- there'd, right there'd be an opening uh, from the seven to ten. There'd be no my guardians show of would Saturday morning. (laughs) There would be nobody to fill it So yeah,
0: this day in history Let's talk about this today, November 21st This day in history Today, on this day in history In 1931, the horror film Frankenstein is released on this day We got a little experience with Frankie, don't we? 1976 saw another movie release on this day in history, November 21st. Rocky, directed by John G. Adelson and starring Sylvester Stallone, premiered in New York on this day. Who? There's another theme that plays that you know exactly what it is. It yep, sounds exactly like The Mandalorian underneath. Good old Bill Conti, another great movie composer that's been around for a long time. 1977 saw the first flight on this day of the Concorde, London to New York, on this day in history something that we remember uh and also in 1980 on cbs
2: on this day next on dallas she could have tried anytime she wanted to the gun was right there in the closet well yeah, she had to be out of her mind or drunk i can post that hundred thousand myself sit down bobby don't you forget that woman shot your brother she has a right to legal counsel jr not paid by us she doesn't
3: i wanted to kill him Cliff.
2: so did half people in dallas not raising money for Sue Allen's bail? What? Now don't tell me you didn't know she's out.
3: We just have to be more careful. J.R.?
2: What are you doing here? Don't come any closer. i will call the police. Don't you come any
0: closer! So that's not the actual episode where JR gets shot, which is what happened on This Day in History. That's the first episode, I guess, of the new season after it happened. That's the mm-hmm. preview for the new episode, but on This Day in History, 1980, Dallas's Who Shot JR episode gets a 53.3 rating. That's 83 million viewers in the US. That was big numbers. That's big numbers for today, really, too, if you think about it. But that was big numbers in 1980. Also in 1980, High Fidelity, the ninth studio album by REO Speedwagon, is released on this day. Did you say I had a This Day in History last week when you weren't here? It was um, Getty Lee's solo album came out on This yeah. Day in History last Saturday. What was the name of it? I can't remember the name of it. I don't know his solo album. I, I said what it was now, and I can't remember what it was. But listen to the show from last week, and you'll hear it. 1981, we've got a lot of music things on here this week, November 21st, 1981. Olivia Newton-Johns, now get this in your head.
1: Living Newton, Newton
0: John? yeah. John's physical single goes to number one and stays there for ten weeks.
1: Great, the, great it, song. Not a great video. Well, there's a, there's one good thing about the video. She's in it. Well, she's in it. That's yes. good.
0: But no, the other guys, especially the guy with the mullet. And the red hair and the beard and, and stuff. Mustache. It just looks pretty bad.
1: It's just terrible. <laughs> Look like rejects from seventies porn films. <laughs> right. Like what's
0: Would David be All rejects? Right. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. And twenty seventeen, this is a weird because we have a Partridge family thing about nineteen seventy coming up. On this day, twenty seventeen, David Cassidy from the Partridge family passed away. Oh, okay. Birthdays today. Goldie hawn's birthday is today, longtime partner of Kurt Russell. She's they got a new they got the
1: next movie, the Santa Claus I movie. And that was it called. You know, um on Netflix, that was great last year. The one with Kurt Russell, and we didn't see her until the very end as right. a cameo, <laughs> which is great. And so they decided, well, let's just part two. We'll have her. Nineteen. Uh, she's seventy four years old, and uh, an actress. She's seventy four.
0: She's seventy four. Well, she looks good. Yeah, Ingrid Pitt. She died in two thousand ten, but it's her birthday today. She's an actress that was in a lot of the horror films that I grew up as a kid, and uh, I had a big crush on her. If you have never seen a picture of her, look her up. Ingrid Pitt. You may not be familiar with her name. But you may know her, her face when you see her. And she's one of those actresses when I was a kid that kind of, I don't know, helped me through puberty. That was nice. Is that but what that was, was? really, really attractive. Ingrid Pitt. Now, we're going to uh, talk about today. We're going to put the spotlight on the year 1970 today in honor of Mr. Alan Sanders' birthday this week. It was his birthday on the 18th of November. And uh, let's see. Let me get my calculator. Hold on. 1970. And this is 2020. It is Two hundred twenty minus nineteen seventy. That was fifty years ago. That means you were fifty years old, sir.
1: 5-0. Hawaii
0: five zero. Oh. That's why I sent you that Hawaii
1: five zero oh <laughs> picture. I like to think of it this way: I'm halfway <laughs> to my destination. Half, what's your destination? I don't know. I'm going to make it to hundred. I want. End? Tri- I'm going to get
0: triple digits. Come on, let's let, You want it? Sure, you want to live longer than that? I never put a year on it. I'm like, I was like, how long do you want to live? I'm like, forever. I don't want to put 125 on it because I lived 125 to like die. I'm like, I could have went for 126. Darn it! But let's look at the year of 1970 when Allen came along. 1970. You want to take a guess since it was your birthday this week, not today, but this week. What was the number one show on television when you came to be in 1970? Oh, in 1970. Yeah, take it. You, you, you probably guessed maybe one or two that was then, but not the number one show in November of 1970. It was a medical show. I'll give you that hint right there.
1: In 70 was it yeah. uh uh He's guessing. He's thinking he's 50. ain't to give him a, break. Ear, give me a second. <laughs> it's in the back of your I head. got to sweep
0: the cobwebs. By the way, did you out. have silence on your show this morning on this was it something on yes. the radio show? Was something happened? Yes. Oh, okay. I was just going to tell you don't feel bad. It happens when you hit your 50s, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: So making you feel really good. Today. This is awesome. It's okay. I'm glad hey, I showed. You up. Don't turn you know, fifty. Last only week, once. I voluntarily left.
0: <laughs> Wait till you turn sixty. See what happens. How
1: people treat you. That's only <laughs> um, a small ten years old. A medical show. Uh, yeah. Honestly, the only one. But thing is, I, right. I, I, it wasn't. I don't think it started. I don't started expect in you to 70, get it because you were You were just a
0: baby. Now Quincy came along in the was, late seventies. It was after mid seventies.
1: Uh, it's, it's But it is the name of a
0: doctor. Is the name of the show? Was it well, Doctor well, well? Marcus, Marcus Wellby well MD. That was it. the number one show, and I didn't get to watch that show a lot. But that was James Brolin. Uh, James Brolin was in it. Uh, Josh's dad played the hipster doctor that was always at, at odds with the old. With five the Kyler outside of his court. Yeah, and he wrote he wrote, a, he wrote a motorcycle. You know, to, 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 <laughs> to the hospital. The box office number one in nineteen seventy. Oh, Patton it was not the number one movie oh. on the on the date of of your of of, of on this
1: seventy. Uh, uh, would it be one of the Godfather movies? No, so, not believe it or not, it's a Jack Nicholson movie was number one at this part. At this oh, part. Uh,
0: was it Chinatown? No, no. Five, Easy, Five Easy Pieces was, was his movie, Was
1: his number one movie. It's not oh, okay. a
0: well-known movie, but that was the number one. Of the I do know
1: of Patton came out in 1970. That was a big movie. Right, and I'm sure it was number one for the year or maybe some, some I other I probably time, should
0: just go re-watch it in honor of my 50 years. 1970, Billboard number one. Oh, I have no uh, idea. I just said that he passed away, David Cassidy. Uh the number one song was I Think I Love You by I the think Partridge I Family. Love you. When you were born, Mister. Wow. That was the number one song. And
1: that's what my dad said to my mom, and then I came along. And <laughs> yeah, yeah And then you came along because by the way, Alan had a
0: hit in nineteen seventy two. Alan Sanders did. And here's Alan's hit from nineteen seventy. Really mad about something there on that recording session. That's what most
1: press conferences sound like to me now. <laughs> Funny.
0: So or, that's or, what Alan sounded like tonight. In- <laughs> hey, let's go through showing how much things cost the year you were born, 1970. Okay. The cost of a new home. These are average costs, by the way. All these is not every home. Want to take a don't want to take a guess at it. I'm going to say it's something
1: stupid like twenty thousand
0: dollars. You're pretty close. Twenty six thousand six hundred. Yeah, average crazy? cost of a new home in 1970. Uh, Remember your f- friend with thirty-five thousand dollars credit but card know, debt? But we knew a lot of people <laughs> made a whole lot less money back then. Yeah, too. At least you would have had a house. Uh, the median household income back then oh. was how much a year? You think? Nineteen seventy. Eighteen thousand a year? No, it was eight thousand seven hundred and thirty-four dollars. That was the median. Uh, wow. Income. Believe it or not, cost of a first-class postage stamp in nineteen seventy. Got a guess? A nickel. You're close. It's six cents. Six cents. <laughs> we have a sixth cents. Cost of a gallon of regular gas in 1970? Like 23 cents a gallon. You're really close on all these. 36 cents. 36 cents okay. Cost of a dozen eggs in 1970, the year you were born. What oh, do you think? Not even a dollar, like 75 cents. 62 cents. And cost of a gallon of milk? Probably right at a dollar. Dollar 15. Man, you were good on all those. You sure you weren't paying attention? Were your little
3: baby crying?
1: We'll return after these
3: announcements. Harvey, want anything special for your birthday? Just a decent cup of coffee. You're kidding. I'm serious. Honey, your coffee's undrinkable. That's pretty harsh. Well, so's your coffee. You know, the girls down
4: at the office make better coffee on their hot plates. Well, see you later.
3: And he didn't even kiss me goodbye. You know, if I could just make a decent cup of coffee, I could relax. So relax. Why don't you try instant Folgers? Tastes good as fresh perked. Good as fresh perked? I'll surprise Harvey for his birthday tonight. Hey, great coffee. It's instant Folgers. Doesn't it taste good as fresh perked? Better. Better than those girls make at the office.
2: (laughs) Honey, their coffee can't hold a candle to yours. Instant Folgers taste good as fresh perked. Try it. Thursday on Hawaii Five-O. It's my daughter. Kidnapping. Your father's right. Is it a kidnapping or a runaway? Then on Barnaby Jones, is Jr.'s friend a murderer? I didn't mean to kill her. Get in, Jr. Hawaii Five-O. Then Barnaby Jones. Thursday at nine, eight Central and Mountain. Tomorrow on CBS.
0: Hey, we're back. It's BK on the air here, having a good time, creeping up to the top of the hour and the end of the show. I can't believe this goes by mm. too fast, man. Way too good fast. A uh, couple of things left over from this day in history, or this day, by the way. Today is National
1: Gingerbread Cookie Day. Nothing wrong with there's a good no gingerbread uh, cookie. There's no
0: excuse not to have a nice gingerbread cookie. I just like the, the flavor ginger, period, the spice. I love Anything ginger is cool. I even prefer ginger over Marianne in, in the, uh, Gilligan's <laughs> Island. You know, Marianne's fine too. You know, it's no big deal. It just um, depends on what you want for the evening, and which is fun. Yeah, was it? Uh, What's ginger, the desired outcome? Ginger's the girl you want to go out with. Marianne's the girl you marry to take home to meet your parents. Right. Uh, today is, believe it or not, National Stuffing Day. Is today? Nothing wrong with it's stuffing. Saturday before, which two, is totally different there. than dressing. Whatever, so that's very true, and that's a that's a food talk discussion, is it not? Well, guess what time it is. We couldn't do it this last week because you had to leave, but today we can do it. It's it's Alan quiz time. Oh
1: no! For your birthday? <laughs> no, it's fun. We have these quizzes
0: on MeTV he gives us these quizzes, and we have such a good time with them. And I think people listen to the show and take the quiz with us. So I think that's more of what's uh, fun. Now it's a simple question to you, Alan. Okay, the listeners out there, you can play along. By the way, score yourself as we go along, because I'll give you the answer after he guesses. Was this show television? Was this television show on in 1980? Just tell us. Doesn't did matter it when it started.
1: Into the 80s. Yeah. did
0: this show creep its way into the 1980s or not? We'll name a popular TV show. All you have to do is say or guess whether it aired original episodes in the year 1980. There's a dozen of I'm them. I'm going to tell you right now, so I will not do, do as well as you did. I was I, Just because I wasted a lot of time as a kid getting off of school and watching TV constantly, uh, wasting
1: my this time. This is where I that three work. or four years difference really paid, yeah, and plays a lot into it. Because I wasn't watching much TV until I was in yeah, my You were going out and playing 80s? and doing stuff, which I should have done. I uh, mm. doing sports and stuff,
0: but I didn't do that. Number one, Happy Days. Did Happy Days creep into the 70s? We know it started in the 70s, but did it it creep into the 80s? Yes or no? Happy Days. I'm gonna say no. All right, everybody out there got the question. You're gonna say no. That is incorrect. Happy Days did run till 1984. Oh my long god! Long past its usefulness because really, it had long it had. Long, Fonzie became a school professor. He ditched the the leather jacket. It was just it was just should not have gone on any further. Richie left. You know, it just wasn't a good show. See, so I was
1: thinking that Joni Loves Chachi turned into the 80s, but I didn't oh, think. Johnny, oh my show. goodness! So um, I already already so I failed. Number two, you, you got you got. 11 more to go. Number two, Cheers,
0: where everyone knows your name. Did oh, Cheers,
1: Cheers was in the 80s, yes. Okay,
0: Cheers. No, it's
1: incorrect. It premiered in 1982. Oh, the, you didn't tell me that. You said right. it, did the show last into okay. the 80s, well, we'll but ta- you didn't mean. Okay, well, we'll, okay. Take, we'll take that one away from you then. So, okay, okay. okay it could be a show so, that if it didn't start in the 70s. Right, instead, okay. of, instead of two wrong, you just got one wrong. Okay. You still well, no, I'm uh, wrong, but I misunderstood the rules. Late Night with David Letterman. That continued into
0: the 80s. You're correct late night premiered in 1982 oh dear what <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that gotta get that into your okay. head there and remember that he did the later show called later on CBS he changed networks to another network uh-huh. number four Buck Rogers in the 25th century with Gil Gerard great MCA Glenn a Larson we talked about Glenn Larson last last week last year here's
1: where I'm gonna screw this up okay yes it did go into the 80s Correct. It aired oh, in 1979
0: one. and went till eight, 1981. Yes. Uh, the Facts of Life. The Facts of Life. I'm going to say yes, it went into the 80s. You are correct. It kicked off in 1979 and went into the 80s. You are correct. Uh, ju- the jo- on PBS, The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross. Remember the Yes, the happy it, went trees the that he
1: made? it went into the 80s. It went into
0: the 80s. Incorrect. He and his happy little trees premiered in 1983. They didn't start till the 80s. 1983.
1: Hippie dude Bob Payton th- with brush the curly hair. And... Yeah,
0: with the curly hair. That's right. No. It started in 1983.
1: Wow. Uh, MASH. MASH show MASH on CBS. Because
0: it ended right in 1980. Actually, ended in 83. Oh, 83. So okay, in the sorry. 80s. You're right about that. Number eight, The Waltons. That place that I always wanted my house to be was The Waltons. We talked
1: See, about now I can't already. imagine it survived into the 80s, but now I've been wrong about everything else. But I'm going to say no. So now he's just going to die. I'm going to say Come no. On. Uh, you're going to say no. That is incorrect. The Waltons
0: did last Started until in the, the 70s, and it was another show that outlived its usefulness. So when it was in the 80s, when it did it bad. go off the? It air. didn't give the end. It didn't give the end one here. How do we know there? that they're not lying to us? Well, then. I know in my head. I need an audit. I don't uh, believe the vote. The, the audit. The Incredible Hulk with David they... Banner and Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno. I David say Bell it Hulk. lasted into the 80s. You say yes. Yes, you're correct. It ran from 77 to 82. Some of these I didn't remember. They went that far into the 80s. They've seen more of a 70s show. You're mm-hmm. right. Uh, the show that spun off from uh, Carol Burnett, Mama's Family. Remember that show? Yes. With the with uh, Vicki Lawrence? Vicki Lawrence. Yes. yes or no? Did it survive and go into the 80s?
1: Yes, yes or no? Although it's probably going to be no because it started in the 80s. No, it started in the 80s, 1983.
0: <laughs> you, See, this just, This is just a... Yeah, mm. it's, a
1: cruel, it's a cruel one, isn't it?
0: It is. Uh, how about the female detective team Cagney and Lacey? Remember Cagney and Lacey? Yes. That's survived. Right. Well, you know what? <laughs> He's, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> He's going to say yes. Incorrect. It <laughs> pre- premiered in 1981. It, it was already in the 80s. It was never in the 70s. This is an um, interesting little test. Oh, here's a great one. WKRP in Cincinnati. Well, I'm going to say yes again. <laughs> You'd be right on that because it started in 78 uh, and went till 82. I couldn't imagine it would be four no's in a row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sitcom that I never watched. Uh, Full House. No. You're correct. It didn't premiere until 1987. We're getting yeah. on up there in the
1: 80s there. I knew that was a late 80s. How song.
0: about a MASH spinoff, a drama spinoff with Pernell Roberts from Bonanza? Trapper John M.D. Yes or no on the 80s on that show, yes. Oh, he's getting that weird look on his face. Correct. It began in 1979. Well, you came right into the under the wire on that. I one. had to remember when did Started he leave the show? And <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Hawaii Five O. Oh, there's a number Five O again. That keeps popping up everywhere. Huh. 50 50 huh. Funny how five-0. that works. <laughs> I'm going to say no. You are incorrect. Hawaii Five O ran from 1968 to 1980. It was a long running. It cop lasted show. into the it first year sure of the did. 80s. Huh? And I'm watching it again, and it's a great show. I'm really dis- rediscovering Hawaii. Five-O. Huh. I'm not rediscovering it because I never watched it as a kid. Now, I'm watching
1: still, it the have first we still time. got more questions?
0: Yes, got a few more. Uh, Jeopardy. Alex Trebek just passed away, so they threw, they threw Jeopardy in here. How well, about Jeopardy? No. He's thinking. Well, you're correct. It aired from 64 to 1979, but it also went from 84 to present. So it was two different incarnations. So you, you've got the cop show, NBC, Hill Street Blues. Yes. Which was another Mike Post and Pete Carpenter yes. music theme. Yes, on Hill Street Blues. Incorrect. It premiered in 1981. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Hill Street Blues was not as... uh Let's go with another detective. Uh... This is Jim Rockford. At the at the tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back. Did it last Lockford to the eighties?
1: I'm going to say the yes. Lockford files,
0: yes. Correct. Just one episode aired in January of 1980, which was the finale was the finale of the show.
1: Wow. A, all right, you want to know how you did?
0: No. <laughs> You sure? Oh, Did I get on. like
1: six? Not even six uh, right. I didn't get half right. It rates you
0: as, you got nine out of 18. It says, well... Oh, I got half. Okay. It says, well, Fooey, That was tough.
1: Better luck next time. But that's okay.
0: All Hong Kong Fooey. Being as you didn't watch TV all the time, that's not a bad
1: thing. Honestly, all, all really those bad. shows, I recognize the names, but I, always, I saw them, I think, all in just about reruns. I mean, right. MASH may have watched live because I remember the finale. That was a right. big thing. I never watched Rockford Files live. Right. Uh, When it first aired, it was always reruns. A lot of those shows I didn't watch unless they were reruns, and so... I just did horrible. Let me squeeze this in because
0: we're going to run out of time. Uh, Star Wars and Superman com- music composer John Williams was awarded the Royal Philharmonic Society Gold Medal this week. Oh, now, won another
1: award. I didn't know he didn't have it already.
0: He composed iconic scores for the film, including Star Wars, Superman, Schindler's List, and many more. He won the coveted award at the 2020 Royal Philharmonic Society Awards for introducing millions to orchestral music. He certainly introduced it to me as a kid. The RPS Gold Medal is one of the highest honors in music recognizing outstanding music musicmanship since 1870. He said, quote, To receive this award is beyond any expectation I could possibly have. For any composer to be able to devote his or her life entirely to the composition of music is very fortunate indeed. Jaws director Steven Spielberg also said, quote, John, you have brought the classical idiom to young people all over the world through your scores and through your classical training and your classical sensibilities. You are in the DNA of the music culture of today. What a, no other better way to put it. That was a great way to, to quote mm-hmm. where he stands in music. Uh, Star Wars, the soundtrack to Star Wars was what made me discover classical music. It made me love film score, but after hearing that double record set from Star Wars as a kid, I went back and started listening to Holtz, The Planets, Beethoven, Tchaikovsky, other things that, granted, sounded like movie music, like a lot of Beethoven's mm-hmm. ballets and stuff, and Nutcracker, Swan Lake. Um, He, I can, I can, I can, Put it all right back at John Williams's feet for doing that, and uh, he's responsible for bringing orchestra, big orchestra sound music back to movies. And the said you, one of the
1: when I was a kid, my earliest memories of the first soundtrack somebody ever bought me it was a Christmas gift was the cassette tape of the soundtrack to Close Encounters. Wow! So that's a John Williams score. Yeah. Now my dad, we had bought him the Star Wars double album that we used to listen to, but my first right. soundtrack was Close Encounters. Was Close Encounters? Well, and your dad. Appreciated the Star Wars music from. from we thought John he William, would. It's great. I don't think you oh, ever did. listened to it. much. <laughs> I listened to it a whole you, lot. You
0: adopted <laughs> the copy, right? Well, and it wasn't and like I picked
1: it. it out. My mom. I remember going shopping with her to look for wow. it. That was like the big thing. She was like, "I think your dad would like this." But your dad obviously probably really did like Jerry Goldsmith's patent score, though. Oh, he had, which oh, was fantastic on album and listened to it all. I used to listen to it all the time well, too. John Williams, fantastic. I mean, talk about
0: the story. We can we can go through, and we've done it before. We talked about music composers, uh, Star Wars, Superman, Indiana Jones, uh, all the. The Harry Potter films. I told you when you guys go back down to Universal Studios in Orlando, Studios in Orlando, you'll notice that it's the John Williams Park too, because well his be. themes are playing. E. T. The Ride, all of his music is playing everywhere, and it's fantastic. So, congratulations to John Williams, well deserved.
1: Excellent, excellent. Another
0: great Saturday in the books here with BK on the air. Thank you, buddy, for being here with me and having a good I'm time. Glad with I could me. make it to the end. Thank- Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, you're fifty, you know, and I'm glad. I'm Happy Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful you keep bringing up on I'm fifty. I'm thankful too. We'll be here next week.
2: I hope. Many of our contestants are chosen from the studio audience, so if you'd like to be one, write us and close the self-addressed stamped envelope and mail to tickets. Match Game 73, CBS Television City, 7800 Beverly Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90036.